Hey, good morning, London and listening audience. It's Saturday morning, 10 a.m., MedPoint Health Half Hour. I'm your host, Ron Young, joined across from me with my co-host, Peter Martone. Good Peter, morning, up, London. Buddy? Doing well? Doing very well. Good. You've been enjoying your summer, Pete? I have. I mean, uh, lately, so much rain, but we needed it. Yeah. I mean, when it was really hot, we are like, we need rain. Now that it's a lot of rain, we're like, we need hot. <laughs> when are we ever happy we with the weather? We can't make up our minds, yeah. No. You know, something uh, about water, and I'll just I'll put this comment out there because I found this really interesting. I was watching a documentary, and they had some pretty good evidence to support it, but it was about food waste. Mm-hmm. And I know we waste a ton of food, right? You, of course. You buy something, you forget it's in your fridge, goes bad, moldy, and then you need to get rid of it. Well, apparently they did a calculation uh, as to all the water that was used um, artificially we'll say because it wasn't rainwater mm-hmm. um, of farmers like spraying fields, crops and stuff like that and how much water is is wasted when you waste food. Okay. Okay. And what they found was that overall in a yearly total, the amount of water used on wasted food resource would fill up Lake Ontario. Is that wild? That is wild. I mean, it, we do waste a lot of food and I think it's just, <clears throat> it is a bad habit that we have. I think that I really think that a lot of people are locked on the day on the package. They are like, this yogurt says July fifteenth. I cannot eat it on July sixteenth. Yeah. It is garbage. It's going to make me sick. Um, I need to throw it out. Yeah. So I mean, there are probably products that are like pretty hard on the expi- expiration date, expiration date. But I think there's some leniency in there. And I mean, if yeah. you're able to. Organize your fridge in a manner that you are going to eat the food that is obviously going to expire quicker than the other food. Yeah. Um, do that. I mean. Well, and find other ways around it. Like like you were saying with the expiry date, Pete, it is a recommendation. Most people do hold firm to that. But, you know, I was using some milk uh, from July 22nd, mm-hmm. um, you know. Do, do your research. There are foods that are... That should be really like, you know, this could be hazardous to your health. But there are foods that are like, you know what, it's... Well, the look and the odor of it too, Of course. Of course. Examine your food. Feel your food. When I, like, say, for example, I want to do a shake. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I'll just take all the berry rejects in my fridge and throw them all together. And the the banana that's a little overripe. Yeah. Do that. The spinach, it doesn't look perfect. And for those of you who just throw it in the garbage, please try and compost. Yes. That's key. I mean, you were talking about this, I don't know if it was last show or the show before, but um, about a family that tries to reduce as much garbage as possible and they ended a year with with like a single or a couple bags. Yeah, it was was unbelievable. I mean, so good for the universe, so good for the environment. um, And it probably feels good as well. Yeah. Well, and you know what? I always feel good at the end of the week. You know, we do our grocery shopping typically on Sunday so we can have a couple hours to prepare mm-hmm. for the week ahead. Mm-hmm. And I always feel good when, like, my fridge is next to bear. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll be like, okay, what's on uh, for dinner today? I've got, like, two zucchinis in the crisper, uh, you know, maybe a turkey burger in the freezer. Okay, you know what? Let's whip something together with these two things. Exactly. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Pete, we wanted to chat a little bit about fitness here on Mm -hmm. the start of the show because we both love fitness. We Mm -hmm. work out, we lift heavy things many, many times. Proud to say, (laughs) right? Yes. Who's stronger, me or you? I'm not answering that. (laughs) I think you should answer that. Yeah. I don't know. The the easy answer is you. Oh, if you want to say that, (laughs) I'm not going to argue. (laughs) (laughs) You thought we'd get in a squabble over that. No. Um, marginally though. Marginally. Sure. 
One of the biggest things that we see in the gym is overuse injuries. You know, we see a lot of weekend warriors who have used their pitching arm to the point where it's just acting up. It's become chronic. They deal with it. It doesn't get much better, but, you know, it is what it is. So Mm -hmm. they just think that that's how life's going to be. And there's lots of exercises that are very effective, but are used all the time. Pete, Mm -hmm. let's talk about the article because you sent me this one. I did. I found this article and I I first read the title and I was kind of skeptical because I know how important this exercise is. But then I read into it and I said, that makes a lot of sense. So the article is is stating that that squats, now that is a main exercise in every gym across the world these days, you know, form, proper form, back on your heels, core Mm. strong, head up, looking forward, all and so forth. That should be involved in every exercise. Do it, do it, do it, do it. But the article is saying that we literally are in a squat position and moving from sitting to standing all day. That's what we do. And a lot of the injuries that happen or that occur because of on on a a regular individual is knees. And it's because of muscle imbalance. Mm -hmm. The quads tend to be much more stronger and more developed than the hamstrings. The hamstrings are very underutilized or under-focused exercise um, compared to the squat, I would have to say. Yeah. So, I mean, if we have an underdeveloped hamstring, an overdeveloped um, quad, and one's tighter, one's too tight, and one's too loose, mm-hmm. then we have a knee pain, pulling on the joint um, improperly, and then that causes a lot of knee pain. I'm going to visit the high school physics book for a second here, Peter. Okay. And I forget whether it's the second or third law, Newton's laws. Okay. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Yes. I do not know what law that is, but that is definitely true. Think of your body as a tug of war, Mm -hmm. a constant tug of war. When you flex your bicep, that means that the equal and opposite reaction of stretching Mm -hmm. the tricep is happening on the opposite side of your arm. Exactly. When you... Uh, contract or squeeze your quadriceps. So that's extending your leg. Yes. The hamstring is now being stretched. Exactly. If you think that, um, if you're not sure whether, you know, we have a problem with our our anterior or frontal muscles being too tight, just look at everybody's posture in today's Mm -hmm. society. Like there is big issues because it's always more natural and easier for us to, uh, you know, Use those muscles. Be hunched over. Yeah. Be leaning over a computer, being leaning over your phones. Everything is kind of falling forward. And that's Using why... your triceps for reaching. Exactly. And, and that's why the, the posterior muscles seem to be more stretched mm-hmm. and underdeveloped compared to the anterior muscles, the chest, the quads, because, you know, those are things you're pushing and, and you're sitting and that's why the quads are being used. Yeah. Now, you do use the hamstrings, but not to the extent that you're using your quads. Hamstrings are more developed in the deadlift. Mm-hmm. and um, walking backwards, pushing off um, lunges and things like that. So the importance of the squat is still there. Yes. Definitely is Absolutely. still there. It should be incorporated into all workouts, but also including the deadlift or some type of deadlift motion where you're pulling pulling yeah. up and, ex- and contracting the hamstrings. So that's going to create a, an equal balance of the muscle in the upper leg mm-hmm. and help support the knee properly. I mean, there's a... I mean... When we, people come to the gym, a lot and a lot of the times is injuries to the knees. Oh, I have sore knees. My knees are bad. I can't fix it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm just going to work around it. Do you, one of the main factors to this might be a muscle imbalance, might be tightness and looseness, uh, tightness in one side and 
strengthen the other and or loose whatever it is yeah. figuring out that imbalance and working towards uh to making a balance with the knee joint is is functioning properly could lead to a lot of positive goals um overall well and if you think about too how much one area can affect another mm-hmm. right if if something is off within the hip perhaps it's causing your quad to be too tight or your yep. hamstring to be too tight if there's something off in your feet, I mean, even that could cause imbalances up your calf and, and perhaps affecting your knee and mm-hmm. hip as well. So it's it's amazing how one thing can lead to another. And I actually have personal, uh, you know, experience with this because I remember when I was doing a lot of um, chest and stuff like that, uh, and especially when I was getting to the heavier weights, I started to get a little bit of neck pain. Mm-hmm. And I, I, you know, I, it didn't take me very long to figure out, you know, I'm just really strong up front. Look at that. I'm touting myself here. Really <laughs> strong. I was <laughs> fairly strong. I'll be modest. Um, but it was pulling on my neck, right, mm-hmm. improperly. So I really had to take uh, a couple weeks to reset, do more rear delt flies, do some back rows and stuff like that, and get mm-hmm. the posture going back in the right way. Exactly. So, hey, if you are questioning whether you may have a muscular imbalance or perhaps you just want further investigation on on, uh, on your knee or your hip or your elbow, we would love to see you. You can come down to the fitness division at MedPoint. We obviously have a team of very skilled individuals who can dissect, who can check things out, who can kind of lead you on the right direction. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know what? All of our training programs right now are are, are wonderful for no matter what your goals are and very affordable too so yes um you know what pete we've got to take a quick commercial break but uh if if that is you if that is who uh, i described right now you owe it to yourself to check out medpoint.ca go to the fitness and nutrition uh tab on that page and you can kind of explore some of our options there and if you're just not sure if you think oh hey this might be me Still, fill out a contact form and we can book you in for a a tour and show you our facilities and chat with you about your goals. We'd love to hear from you. Uh, we got to take a quick commercial break. When we come back, we're going to be talking about more health articles in the news today. We'd love it if you could stick around and we'll be back. Hey, welcome back to the program. Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. We talk health, fitness, nutrition, all things under the scope, umbrella of wellness, right? Mm -hmm. Pete? Right. We are here, and presumably, if you're listening, you've probably already had your breakfast. I mean, people may do sleep in past this time, but... 10, 10, 20, and... Never had, they could have had a late Friday night. Okay, if you're not a teenager <laughs> listening to this show... <laughs> or you have responsibilities. Grad, uh, yeah, um, you know what? We're happy that you're here. We're happy that you've tuned in to listen, because not everybody always wants to hear about health, right? No. If you had a rough Friday night, I'm sure maybe health is the last thing on your mind right now. But one thing is for certain, Peter, I had this this morning, you had this this morning, Mm -hmm. and the majority of people listening sat down this morning to eat their morning breakfast. Yes, I did. Breakfast. Yeah. What'd you have? So my go-to is a couple fried eggs, some avocado, okay, um, some berries on the side, and so some high protein, of, good fat, and then some type of uh, whole grain um, bread or something like that. Sounds good. Can I come over Sunday? Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, breakfast is one of the most important meals of the day, right? It's called breakfast because it essentially breaks the fast that yeah. you've had from going to sleep to um, waking up. 
And I mean, obviously, as you're sleeping, your body requires uh, less energy because you're not moving. Um, so that's why you're able to go eight hours of sleep and you wake up, you'll feel hungry for yep, sure. Exactly. Um, breakfast is very important though, uh, on a lot of fronts as it breaks that fast. It's also what you're fueling your body with for the morning. And there's a lot of people who tend to take shortcuts in this regard. Extremely. And I mean, time wise, maybe that's the reason time. or other reasons, but I mean, so it's important to, to not yeah. take shortcuts. If this is one of the best meals of the day, Peter, and it literally can take, what, five, ten minutes to make? Yes, it's not long, not hard, even if, especially if you've prepared, like, your your berries from the day before. Cut, yeah, cut up your avocado ahead of time. Exactly. Whatever, you know, put Just, it in the fridge. Yeah, it doesn't take that long. Anyways. Yeah. Anyways, what we're trying to get at here is some of the things people try and do and uh, to, to, to maybe get by. Mm-hmm. We'll say that. They're taking shortcuts. They're trying to limp through their breakfast here or, because of lack of time or preparation. Or they're sabotaging their current diet, right. current food, what they're currently eating, which they may think is healthy. And I'll start with the first. I'd say coffee. I mean, I think coffee is a major go-to. People wake up, I need my coffee, I need my coffee. Mm-hmm. And then they'll, they'll, they'll brew, their co- pot, uh, brew their pot of coffee and then throw some sugar, throw some cream in it and... Gobble yeah. it down. Double doubles are a very lethal combination. Very lethal. And if you actually look when you order a double double at how much actually goes in the cup, it's a lot. You know, it's 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 alarming almost. Yeah, coffee but can be like healthy. It. Yeah, coffee can be healthy on on a on a quantity base that you that's good for your body. Yeah. Um, but it can be unhealthy, just like other foods. You know, if you throw in that sugar and that cream in there, un, unnecessary. Um. Fats and sugars. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. Another, another big tip, Pete, is to try and ease off some of the salt because I know a lot of people get shaker happy at the table. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, if you're having breakfast meats like sausage and bacon, they guess what? They already have a very high amount of sodium within them. Of course. And not to mention there's a whole bunch of other breakfast items that have high amounts of salt. So. Yep. Perhaps at the next uh, the next serving of breakfast, maybe go to a sodium free spice or something to give it a little bit of different flavor. And um, another one is uh, another popular breakfast food is like cereal, obviously, and like granola or so. And you know that granola is a, a trigger word almost in the sense that oh, it's healthy. I yeah. can eat a lot of granola, a lot of added sugars. A lot of simple sugars, a lot Tons. of simple carbs in that. I mean, in fact, you, some of the granolas actually have more sugar than like Captain Crunch and probably. those types of cereals. Yeah, so don't make that your main um, portion of your meal. Make that a little add-on, maybe yeah. just a touch on the top of your yogurt and berries or on your whatever. Yeah, my go-to. So I, I didn't tell you my go-to, but no, it's, you didn't. it's typically uh, the Rogers like uh, oat blend. Mm-hmm. It's got the ancient grains and stuff like that in it. I top it with a little bit of yogurt, top it with a little bit of almonds and berries of my choice. So it's either blueberries, I love raspberries. It's my favorite one. Um, My wife loves strawberries, but I I like them. I just can't, you know, just don't. Raspberries and blueberries are my favorite. Oh, yeah. So like, look at that right there. Easy. You know, you're you're looking at that breakfast and you're thinking it's not hard to make. I heat up the oats. I, I literally throw the toppings on and I'm good to go. Yeah. So. Next, I would say people... Sorry, I should uh, say where I was going with that. Yeah, where were you going with that? Uh, the granola. Yes. Yeah, a pinch of granola on the exactly. top to just give it a bit of crunch. Exactly. Yeah. And people like that crunch and that that could be enough to suffice. So yep. next, protein. I mean, 
And people like to go to the bagels, the croissants, the the carbohydrate-based breakfasts. Yes. Skimping on the protein is is not a good thing because protein takes a little bit longer to break down, keeps you full longer, um, and, and provides the energy, yeah. um, the longer-term energy, I'd say, than the, the quick-reacting carbohydrate. You know why people often will turn to bagels and stuff like that, very carb-heavy meals in the morning? Because your brain craves it. It's your it's, Carbohydrates is your body's main energy source. Mm-hmm. You wake up, you're hungry. The first thing you're going to be thinking about is a bagel with cream cheese or something like that because a lot of carbohydrates, mm-hmm. right? And your body naturally wants that because now that it's functioning for the day yep. and the longer you wait in the morning, the more you're going to crave just something dense with carbs. Of course. Um, another one, obviously, Peter, is making sure that you prepare ahead like mm-hmm. we were talking about. And I think that's very key. Mm-hmm. Um, having certain portions dished out for you Mm-hmm. Making sure that you have accessible accessibility to a measuring cup. Yep. Right? What if I just took my oats in the morning and just poured them in the bowl? Didn't yep. measure them. Maybe it's a cup. Maybe it's a cup and a half. But if you're looking at losing weight, if you're looking at, you know, not packing on extra pounds, that that half cup difference could, could be a lot for from a calorie huge, standpoint. Huge, 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 Yeah. Another one is um, not, not, not going to water the first thing you wake up. People wake up, they maybe don't eat or they just wait a little bit of time, take a little bit of time before they eat their breakfast. But getting some water into your system, um, you haven't had a drink obviously in the past eight hours or however long you slept. Right. Uh, it gets the body going, gets the, get, flushes through the system, gets your uh, metabolism going, um, and then it prepares your body for, for food. Yeah. So drinking a bunch of water before you eat and as soon as you get up is a great start to the day. Absolutely. You'd be surprised of how how much of a difference it makes, uh, difference it makes in uh, your overall kind of weight goals, I yeah. should say. Yeah. And try and make water the go-to before your coffee. Yeah. Right? For sure. That, I mean, it, it actually helps stimulate. I'm really you. trying to focus on, personally, trying to drink more water right when I wake up. I mean, and it, I guess lukewarm, warm, I shouldn't say warm, but say room temperature water right. is better okay. than ice, ice cold water. So, I mean, pour a cup of water before you go to bed, leave it on the counter, wake up, drink that water, yeah. um, and it's a good start to your day. Cool. Hey, Pete, you sent me another article as well, and it, it was a it was a good one. And I think we need always need reminding of this, right? Yes. Why we trust celebrity health advice, even if it's wrong? It's great. I mean, today's media is filled with celebrities. I mean, it's not it's it hasn't been easier than now to access celebrities' life, to mm-hmm. see into their life, to see what they're doing, to see what they're eating and drinking and, and exor- how they're exercising. So, I mean, with all all of the social media platforms. So why are we inclined to believe these people? Because yeah. we look up to them. Yes. Because we want to sometimes, maybe it's an athlete, maybe it's an actress, maybe it's a singer, whoever it is. Um, some people want to be them. You know, yeah. they're in the spotlight. They got there for a reason. If I do what they're doing, maybe I can get there too. So when but, I, I guarantee to you, LeBron James is not chugging down sprites, you know, no, what I mean? he, so everyone has a price tag. Exactly. <laughs> so, and the thing is, these people are, are, are this, it's the pseudoscience kind of approach to it. You know, is it really research based? Is it factually, is it evidence based? Has there been trials mm. to these, these diets or fads they've been putting forth? So, I mean, and again, a lot of these people have probably been paid to to say these things, yeah. to promote these products. You know, some people, if they have millions of followers on Instagram, are are paid to post. So if there's a product that people keep pushing, really question why they're pushing it, whether it's mm. because they truly believe in it 
or they're getting money every single time they post. So, yeah. I mean, I think it falls on the you as as the reader and then the looker upon all these people to take this um, knowledge that you're finding and then doing your own research, finding the yeah. research articles that support it. You know what? Actually, I trust this person. I believe that the research there supports it. You know, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. You always want to make sure that there's evidence there to suggest it and that it's backed up by the specific research that's necessary. Somebody who comes to the top of my mind is Dr. Oz. Ooh. And when you put doctor in front of your name, obviously there is that higher level of credibility that comes of with course. what you're preaching about. I mean, uh, I still follow our previous director of fitness on uh, Instagram, and yeah. he's always posting. I mean, if you want to follow him, Eric, Dr. Eric Siddiqui, yeah. he's uh, one of the most driven individuals I've ever met. Yeah. focused on health and nutrition. He's now a doctor, um, but he's always posting and, and sharing these fad diets and these fad things and these articles that have no research, he said, and, he, and he's throwing it out there being like, prove me wrong. Yeah, I have the research. I have the knowledge. These things aren't true. Stop doing them. Well, and it's gimmicky stuff too. It's ketones. It's, exactly. It's uh, detox. It, it, yeah. Det- tell me, what toxin are you ridding your body of? Not- and with, with that special drink, you know, yeah. uh, there's, it's, it, it's tough. It's tough to, I mean, get into all of the different types oh, yeah. of fads that are out there. But I mean, just be conscious, do your research and don't always believe it because it's this celebrity that's yeah. world renowned. Well, and I mean that there's a lot of herbal uh, supplements and, and health food stores that sell a lot of great products, mm-hmm. but a lot of the products as well that they sell are are backed up by claims that, you know, your skin's going to be healthier, you this or that or, or the other thing. And it's not a regulated uh, body. It's no. not the, the things that they sell, the pills and stuff like that, they haven't been tested. They haven't been like rigorously put together in this composition. And a sample size of 10 people isn't good enough. Yeah. You know, you need a large sample size across a, a large amount of people over a certain amount of time to actually mm. have evidence-based results like is is a is a few extra vitamins good for you absolutely Mm -hmm. if you take those extra vitamins is your body going to absorb all of them not necessarily no maybe you could be overloading yourself with vitamin c vitamin d whatever it is it just creating expensive urine just like (laughs) yeah just like essential oils you know like yeah of course lavender smells good and uh has calming properties Mm -hmm. but I, I have trouble with that essential word mm-hmm. because that assumes that you absolutely need it in your life when yes. you don't. No. You could go pick some lavender sprigs from your garden, put them, put them in, you know, with your laundry or whatever. So I guess we're just saying do your research before Please. you start in a, any type of program, whether it's fitness, whether it's health, whatever it is. Yeah. Do your research. Make sure that it's safe, first of all, um, and that it's supported because yeah. we don't want to obviously advocate something that we wouldn't believe in and somebody else may because they're being paid. So mm, Absolutely. Well, hey, that's all the time we have for the show today. Pete, thanks for joining me. No problem. Um, if you have listened to this show today and you think, hey, something resonated with me or I want more information, you can always email us. It's ron at medpoint.ca and peter at medpoint.ca. Uh, we would be happy to field questions. Also, I think you owe it to yourself to check out our website, medpoint.ca. Do it Say up. that again, medpoint.ca. We need a jingle. Mm. Maybe right? we'll put out to the listeners. Yeah, yeah, we should. Send some jingles to us. Maybe we'll, <laughs> maybe we'll use it next week. Uh, check it out. I mean, booking for a tour, come down, meet us. We'd love to meet people. We love talking to people. We love, you know, 
just be in there and, and be in a support to people who want to have healthier lifestyles, you know? And if you're not sure what direction to go, come by, get a three hour medical. Let's show you your baselines. You know, that's all the time we have for today. Uh, we'll join you next week for another great episode of the MedPoint Health Half Hour on 980 CFPL.